You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This is Grand Design Podcast with DJ and Jerry Grand, where we link the chains of reason of sports, politics, and culture. Welcome back to the Grand Designs Podcast. This is DJ Grand, and I'm joined by my brother, Jerry. Hello. And also, Brian, our engineer. Yeah, hopefully they don't pull me away this time. <laughs> I hope so, too. We need the third wheel. Yeah. Um, today, we're going to be talking about... Well, first, let me tell you how to get a hold of us. That's the first thing. Our website is granddesignpodcast.com. Email is granddesignpodcast at Yahoo. You can subscribe to us on now on iTunes and YouTube. Uh, you can hear us on SoundCloud, and you can also now hear us on Stitcher. That's brand new. Um, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about Tyreek Hill and the fallout from what his lack of discipline has caused. Okay, let's go back and set this up. I want to say about a month and a half ago, it could be as far back as late February, uh, he, his, his boy, three-year-old son, was hurt, broke his arm. Took it into uh, – it went to the hospital. He was investigated by the police. The police came back and said, we cannot charge him because neither him nor the mother of his child, he's not married, uh, would cooperate with police. And they came out and said, neither would cooperate. That doesn't mean he's not guilty. It just means no. he won't be charged. Correct. So. They dropped charges. They said they could not press any charges and it was released. Yes. Done deal. About a week later, which would be about now, maybe six weeks ago, his wife secretly recorded on her iPhone, and it was a video and a recording of a conversation of him with her. And it was basically, it, it says, your son, your three-year-old son is terrified of you. He, he responds, no, he respects me. That's not respect. He cries when you come around. Why would he lie to the police? He's three years old. And when they asked him, he said, daddy did it. And this is referring back to how he broke his arm. Uh, what, do you, what do you do every time he cries? You make him open his arms up, and you punch him in the chest. That is not teaching a man, a kid respect. He is terrified of you. And he ends the uh, conversation by Saren by saying, and I quote, you should be terrified of me, you dumb bitch. And then it was done over. Now, since that was released, it's been reopened again. And the Chiefs has told him, the Kansas City Chiefs, you are not welcome at these premises until this gets rectified. And since then, it has now gone, the investigation has now reopened. So, first of all, he's accused of basically child abuse. They haven't come out officially, but they haven't charged him yet. It's under investigation again. But from what I'm picking up, when I've read, it looks like he could be in trouble. The question is, are any other team going to pick him up after he's released by Kansas City? Okay. Yes, absolutely. And I will use Kareem Hunt as, as that, the example because Kareem Hunt did something. It was on tape that showed him actually, I don't know, was kicking or punching his girlfriend. And the Chiefs released him right away. And the Browns picked him up right afterwards for a million dollars. Now, the NFL since came out and suspended him for six games. So the Browns have him for 10 games next year. The day this happened, the Detroit media and fans went ballistic because Detroit never thought about bringing him to Detroit. Now, in fairness to Quinn and uh, Patricia, they said they didn't want him. They didn't want that character. They didn't want him in the locker room. So I applaud them for that. But the fans and the media just went off in the Lions for not getting Kareem Hunt. Now, recently, as of, I believe this week, I was listening to 97.1 and Mike Valente, 
And he came out and said flat out, it does not matter about right is right. Do not call me and talk about doing the right thing. This is about winning football games and bringing championships, period. That is the essence of pragmatism. Pr- principle does not matter. All that matters is winning. The end justifies I'm the I'm glad means. you brought up the principle because in essence he was saying in this aspect, just catch a football, score a touchdown, principles don't matter. But not to digress or sidetrack, but we all know what happened in the Kentucky Derby a couple of days ago and he's a big horse fan. Horse and today, racing. Horse racing fan. And he today came out and said that he is mad at the call based on principle. So three days ago, he was saying principles don't matter when it comes to playing football for my town. But when it goes to my horse racing, that's all that matters. So that tells me he's not just a pragmatist. He's also a relativist. The principles matter relative to certain given situations. I bring that up because that's where this is. I think our sports, our town, Detroit, it doesn't matter. They they will – Detroit will say pick him up. It doesn't matter if he broke his arm – I don't want to get into severe child abuse, but if he could, he's the, right now the fastest man in the NFL. And if he could win games, the defense Detroit get him. It doesn't matter anymore about being a uh, character integrity. They came out and the fans were calling in too. They were, I echo you, Mike. Yes, please bring in these guys. Stop worrying about their character. Well, why doesn't it matter? I mean, there's an important question. Why is it so important to them to get someone with bad character? As we said before, other podcasts, I always goes back to a Rush song. Uh, desperation drives the poor to extremes. This town for the Lions is so poor on winning. They're so desperate to win that the NFL title that they've thrown everything out because of what's happened over the years, the playoff, the bad luck, the draft picks that have gone bad, number one picks that have just gone sour, Charles Rogers, that now it doesn't matter anymore. And they're seeing other teams like the Cleveland Browns improve and at the same time pick up a guy like Kareem Hunt who, yes, they lost him for six uh, games, but he's allowed in the NFL. So as long as he's in the league, why can't the Browns pick him up? I do think that's part of it, but I also think too much emphasis is on winning. Winning becomes everything. 100% it too much. Be. It, it shouldn't be. It should be going out there and giving your best effort. That's the way I was raised doing sports. You do the best you can. If you win, great. But if you don't, that's okay, too. You did the best you could. My problem is when they win, they're going to sit back and realize it's not going to be as satisfying because – they got somebody on their team that wasn't really of honest character. The other thing is what basically all these people are saying is if these guys don't hurt my sister, my wife, my daughter, it's okay. But the second they touch my family, I don't want them playing. Another relativist argument, but there's, it's always someone's sister. It's always someone's that's, daughter. That's the point. Why so I bring, that's, someone... why, that's why I bring that point up. Exactly. But yet it doesn't matter. He came out, and this was months ago. This is Mike Valenti. came out and said, if you're the GM and he hasn't touched your family, it shouldn't matter. That is a weak argument. It's Horrible. Weak I would think deplorable. I mean, now it doesn't, again, we're going into more about it doesn't matter anymore. I don't want to hear about what well, other teams are bringing in. We brought before these other players who have, again, I, today I brought up a list on the, uh, on the uh, internet of all the arrests in the NFL, and it's huge, just uh, humongous. And that's where there's this culture to where the NFL players, it's getting to where it's almost common to have bad character or integrity and still be allowed to play in the NFL. It proves that it has been accepted for a long time. For it to be that long of a list and there's most of them are still playing, that means it's been accepted. It's ingrained in the NFL. There are some Kansas City fans who are upset and they want him to be allowed back in the training camps because right now it's OTAs until it's solved. Until it you know, goes through court, which brings up Adrian, Adrian Peterson because he was basically banned until 
He went through the courts, and the second it got through the courts, he's back and playing again. Uh, I don't. I, I disagree. I, although there is a due process issue involved, and I do think that's why the NFL is taking their time on this. A because Kansas City has already suspended them, so they think they can. To take their time, do their due process, do due diligence, and find out if it's actually true. Because well, the articles I read, we don't even know if that tape is actually authentic or not, and that's what they're they're going on the, the, at that tape. Besides that fact, the NFL needs to, to, for their own sake, their own name, they need to make sure they get this right. Because if they suspend him, and it turns out he wasn't guilty, truly, it was a, it wasn't an authentic tape. Then they could be in trouble. Well, that's happened twice recently. Kareem Hunt and then uh, Ruben Foster uh, he, with the San Francisco 49ers. He was arrested for domestic abuse, uh, domestic violence. The 49ers released him, and the Redskins picked him up. And the league went crazy. The, the world went crazy. How could you do that? He's already been, you know, he's going out for uh, charges against domestic violence. And then they got dropped because the spouse wouldn't cooperate. So the Red Wings, I mean, the Red Wings, the Redskins are looking like they were smart. And they got a really – this guy's a good linebacker. He's top tier. He's top 10. I think that's too low of a bar because you basically said he wasn't convicted, but he was still guilty. Same thing. And with, if he's guilty, that should be enough to make a team But that's the same with, with Kareem Hunt because I think – But Kansas City is doing the same thing now with Tyreek Hill because this guy was on tape. He lied to the Kansas City Chiefs. I never hit my girlfriend. That did never happen. They got a tape of him actually kicking her. So they released him and then again – the day they released him, Cleveland picks him up. So they're thinking he's going to go on Roger Goodell's exemplist. He's out of the league forever. That didn't happen. Now he's on the Cleveland Browns. So should they have held him? And, that, and we're talking, again, this guy changed the team. They were like 10-1, and one, and when he left, they kind of went down and dropped off, and now Tyreek Hill's going to be out. This is changing they're, they're they're winning chances now. Does, does that really matter? Should that really matter if they change the team or not? We're talking a deplorable human being. So that should. I, I think Kareem Hunt was deplorable for what he did. Yet he's playing for the Cleveland Browns, and the, the, they are making like Cleveland was the big winner. They hit the lotto, and Kansas City was stupid for letting them go. I disagree. I think Kansas City was smart. As far as um, Tyreek Hill goes, he also has a history because back he, in South Carolina. Yep. It, he was uh, accused of uh, – I'm not sure if he was convicted of this or not, but of actually strangling that same woman, but she was pregnant with his child at the time. Correct. And yeah, it was dropped because the same situation, neither party would cooperate and they couldn't press charges. That That's a common theme that every single time with him. The parties wouldn't cooperate. They couldn't get enough evidence. Charges were never filed. But OK, that doesn't mean he didn't do it. That doesn't mean – we're talking a repeat offender now. And th- that should tell you right there. The second strike, coming, comes, especially when it comes to abuse and really of a child, you're done. I agree. In my book, you're done. But we're coming to a society to where if you go to the court and you get exonerated or in Adrian Peterson's case where he pleaded no contest, he did, he did his penalties and now he's back in. Really? So what about uh, the uh, – the uh, oh, what is it? The What movement is for the the, the women now? Why am I having a, a blank? Me too. Yeah, the Me Too oh, movement. Yeah, yeah, sorry, the Me Too movement. There's no due process. All you got to do is be accused. And you're automatically guilty. That's, so that's exactly that's the opposite correct. of that. Yeah, you're correct. In the, I want to say the non-sports world, correct. You just make the accusations true. That's in the workplace now. 
just the accusation. You're out using human resources, suspension. So what's discharge. the difference between the NFL and the greater society? And one, the greater society and the Me Too, all you need to be is accused. But in the NFL, no, if you're not, if you're not, if you're accused is, if you're acquitted, then you're automatically. Let's no take Kansas City. The, some, of the, some of the fans true. are upset they let Kareem Hunt go. Okay, we already discussed what he did. The fans are upset because that took their chances away. And with him, they could win the Super Bowl this year. And the, so the Kansas City fans are just literally pissed because, again, exonerated, didn't come to be true, and now the Browns have them. So now they're saying, wait a minute, let, you know, don't let Tyreek Hill go. And, by the way, going back to that video, I saw the video. It was a video you know, on the TV. That was him. Oh. That was him. That was Tyreek Hill. I mean, the, the, her phone was pitched. It was a video recording. And it was him talking back. He, he respects me. Now, you couldn't see her. You could hear her voice. And then when he ended it with, you better be afraid of me, you, you, you dumb, and dumb bee, he looked right into the, into the phone. It was him. So I don't know about that authenticating it because it was him. I, I can't see it being fake. In a, in a legal manner, it has to be authenticated or it can't go to court. Okay, I, I, that's why he th- let that's what, well, the prosecutor let it go because they couldn't – either one wasn't cooperating and they couldn't authenticate the – Right, but the now case. it's been reopened after this after she came out. Now, this is the fiancé who was protecting him at one point and now she's destroying him because that got him kicked. And it has jeopardized his NFL career and if he is found guilty, yeah, he should be done. From what I understand, he, she only released it to friends, and then from there well, it got out. Didn't to go the as planned, did it? No, it didn't. Because I, now he's yeah, he's been banned from the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a whole mess now, and I think he's done forever. But it's going to take the league to literally ban him, or else he will be back on another team. So that brings up two separate issues. First of all, there's something wrong with the Kansas City Chiefs. This is actually the third that we know of. You have the the murder suicide. Who was it of uh, Javon Belcher. Javon Belcher, who, who committed suicide after he had just murdered his woman at he committed at in the parking lot of the Kansas City Chiefs Stadium, and then you got um, Kareem Hill, and now we have Ty Kareem Hunt. Ty, yeah, Kareem Hunt. I'm sorry, and now we have Tyreek Hill. Well, there's one more. They just uh, took on Frank Clark. Frank Clark came from Seattle. They paid him over a hundred million dollars a year, and this guy is a known domestic violence. Seattle had him a 24-hour babysitter so he wouldn't get in trouble. And Kansas City knowingly brought him in because the guy is a stud of a linebacker. So they knew about him. They, they know, yes. They, okay. It's they, current. And they More did a character assessment of uh, Tyreek Hill before they drafted him. They have So they to. knew about him, and Absolutely. yet they still keep on drafting these guys. This tells me it's acceptable in the management. They're pragmatic in the management. It doesn't matter if they're bad or not, whatever it takes and, to win. And now you wonder why the fans just say, just win. Just We don't care about the culture. Ownership doesn't care. Just win us that championship. Okay, now the second point is, why does it have to be the NFL that bans him? Why cannot all the individual teams stand on principle and say, no, we don't want someone like that? Colin Kaepernick. What's that got to do with domestic violence? All 32 teams stood up on their own. We do not want this guy in our locker room. The whole national anthem. There wasn't a collusion. And yet, he, the, the, the NFL was accused of collusion. But I think so that's now, apples on. and oranges. No, I, no. Because no, we're talking about banning someone because he's physically violent and banning another person because they protested. Listen, I'm telling you. I'm, to, hold on. I think that's apples I'm and oranges. I'm telling you now. Tyree Kill was found acquitted these charges and no the NFL didn't ban him and the 32 teams on their own say we don't want that character which they should we don't want that character in a locker room the union now comes in 
and fights to get him a job. Collusion. The I, owners are – they did it. With, that's why I brought up Colin because they did that. Well, the, the union just did that with Colin and won, got him a big settlement. But maybe – They weren't colluding. It's more – The owners were doing just what you said. Individually, we don't want the guy. Were they were they? doing – Were they or did they say collusion is more than one, more than one team? No. So I think all they? the teams said on their own. We don't want this guy. He is a bad. It's a bad See, thing I, in our locker room. I think that's speculation because I don't. We don't know if that's the case or not. And and, and well, you're asking teams to do that. I'm telling them they should do that. I they should say that. What? How come it's okay for them one or two teams to do it? Then are they oh, colluding it, when it, they no, do? It sh- when you brought up Patricia agree, and yes, Quinn, it should so be. were they colluding? No, but it should be like that. But when you have the union can make an accusation. Now wait a minute. This guy's so talented, the fastest guy in the NFL, and he ain't getting a job offer. But he's not getting a job offer because of his history of violence outside the 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 field. That's a whole different issue of him not getting a job because he protested. I truly believe that's apples and oranges. Look, what I'm saying is he wasn't Colin Kaepernick wasn't colluded. I think the owners got together and said that. I think they did it on their own and the union made it look like they did. They'll do the same exact thing no matter what the topic is because they're their player, because they're looking for their players, and they have to represent them. They'll get that job back. But you, sorry, you would have an argument for them to do it individually when you say no. It's because he was violent. It's because he abused someone. Because you, you, it would you could have that argument in court against the union because we're not doing it on a protest. We're not stopping him up because he he stood up and said something. We're we're stopping him because he was a violent person, and that would that that. Would hurt our culture of our team, and it has. You know, there's a touchy subject because they didn't want to come out and say we don't want him to stand up and speak that freedom, freedom of speech. So the NFL couldn't come out and defend themselves that way. Uh, what I'm basically telling you is, with the Colin Kaepernick, the NFL did not collude. Yes, I'm assuming. I don't think they did. Yet the union fought in court and made it look like they did. I believe they do the same thing for Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill. That no one's given my client a job, they colluded. But no one's given your client a job. Because of his actions, because of his violent the union actions, will not, not just bring a protest. That, the union will not bring that up. My man is the fastest man. He's got the skill, and they are not hiring. Well, one person, one team should hire him. At least one team. Why not? Because he's a violent person outside the field. Outside the field. That's that is why impo- not. They would argue. I agree with you, okay? But they would argue, and they did. No, they're all getting together. Obviously, when you can't give this guy a job, he's the best in the planet, and you're not giving him a job. Obviously, I think we have a collu- someone yeah, colluded. They got argue- together. Once again, I know we're going round and round, but their argument is we didn't give that job- guy a job because he protested. In the- in this case, we're talking about he we didn't give him a job because he's a bad person. And I'm telling There's you, two they would, separate. They things. would say no, he was acquitted. That is an assumption. He's not a bad person. He was never convicted. The look, I'm going to say the union slime. They'll use whatever they can to protect their client. They'll even get a, a guy who's el- an alcoholic. You can't fire him. You've got to give him rehab first. So this is just, a, I mean, this is really nothing, but it's their job to protect those guys because of the union. More pragmatism. Oh, that's disgusting. Well, I think it we drips off the walls what of the The union NFL. is, but that's my point. They would, they would argue and scream collusion and get Tyreek Hill back in the league because, again, I think you're 100% great. They should, the NFL, each team. No, he's a bad guy. Like the Lions did. I commend the Lions. But if all 32 teams did that for Kareem Hunt, it would have been an, another collusion case by the uh, NFL union. Well, to me, I stand on principle. I would have fought that on principle. I would take that to court. You lost, you lost. I would like to see I that happen. To court. But again, what happened right away? Cleveland pounced on him. They <laughs> didn't even wait five minutes for the waivers to clear. They wanted him. And here we go. It had nothing to do with character. 
It had nothing to do with his off the field. It was flat out what he could do on the field. And Cleveland is another town that I think is desperate for a win, only they're doing it maybe a little bit better than Detroit, but they're desperate. Look, look who they're bringing in. They're bringing constant questionable Odell Beckham. They traded for him, and he's a locker room killer. Yeah, not on the streets, but in the locker room, it's all about me. Another Antonio Brown. So the point is, it is. It's winning. The fans want to win. I mean, I've heard Detroit fans bring in Antonio Brown. doesn't matter what the locker room. He wins. He catches touchdowns. All right, so it doesn't matter what they do off the field. Again, if the fans will overlook if they can score a touchdown and bring the Super Bowl trophy to Detroit, they'll, they'll overlook it. It's okay. So not only principles don't matter, character doesn't matter. In today's society, it's sad, but yes. Because, again, maybe I should start listening to other sports towns. I probably should start doing that. But this town is so desperate for Detroit Lions win. And they won with the Pistons, the Tigers, and the Red Wings probably too much. And yet they still want are so desperate for the Lions to win. I don't think – I think it's the entire Detroit fan base. I don't think it's Lions, Tigers. I think the entire Detroit fan base is so pragmatic and lacking of principles. They will do anything to win. Maybe because of the wings and they did what it took. And they, they, they bought all those Stanley Cups when they were what, gone – I dropped for 42 years. Well, look what they're doing with Ken Holland. You're, you, you were telling me earlier that they will be upset if Ken Holland goes to the Oilers and has if and he wins, wins with them. If he went to Stanley Cup, these people on 97-1 said they would be upset with him. Because he didn't win the last five years here, but yet he can go to Edmonton, which is horrible, and win the Stanley Cup. Edmonton's not horrible. They well, have it, they have Big David, one of a, the best players in the NHL. Right that's now. what makes it horrible and because no no person wants that GM job, and yet they got Connor McDavid. They got Connor McDavid. Him in the playoffs once. I mean, they went on and on why it's a bad job, which is why if if he goes there and succeeds, that he came on and said, "I will be pissed at him." Yet they got they got Eiserman, the golden child. That's what they wanted. That's what they okay. They should be happy with that. And it's like to me, that's like you're mad because your ex girlfriend went out and got a better guy than you. That's exactly what it is. And yet they're coming out Once, and saying it. So this it. is the Detroit fans. It's the Detroit fans. It's the problem. It's not. It's no longer that we got the guy we wanted, Steve Eiserman, the golden child. That's not good enough. Ken Holland can't go anywhere else and, and win. win and succeed. That is so sad. Because he didn't succeed here. He was five years here. Now, Holland, to his credit, I got to give him a lot of credit because he came out and said, listen, I just like to be in control. I'm not in control anymore. And in the last five years, we haven't won. And, you know, we're used to winning here. So there should be a change. He came out and, like, held himself to the standards of which the fans were just complaining about. I think that's even wrong because you can't win all the time. Remember when they were the Dead Wings in the in the eighties? That's what I'm saying. And then he not just that he built them and got them to win. How many cups did they win? Forty two years between cups. Now there's others longer now. The Blues and the Leafs, but at the time that was the longest. Okay, so he built them, got them to win. He did something for them, but I guess it's it's Janet Jackson. What have you done for me lately? Here's what they came out and specifically said: He's been a failure since the salary cap era. He was a brilliant star before that. Really? Once 2008. A, just telling you and what they said. And then took him back to the finals in 2009. That's a failure. He said the salary, the, the salary cap era, he's been a failure, which is why if he goes to Edmonton and succeeds with the Stanley Cup, I mean with the salary cap, and they came out and said, I will be pissed. That's the quote. See, I, I disagree with that he's been a failure. He wouldn't have won the oh, cup in 2008 well, or, like I all, said, take him back in 2009 and – it's it's like a, it's a pendulum, and now the, the the pendulum for the Red Wings has swung in the other direction. They don't have the good. They haven't had draft picks. I mean, for the longest time, they were always making the playoffs. Well, how many? Twenty six years in a row. Yes, but okay. So that means their draft picks were very low, and they got 
lower quality players, and now it's it's built up to that. So their team is filled with that. In their years, and now that's Ken Holland's problem. But in their years of uh, pragmatism, which is Ken Holland, whatever it takes, he would go out and bring in these free agents at training deadline and trade these draft picks away to where they they couldn't draft because he traded them away. That they're bringing that part up too. He didn't manage his picks, and he really did screw up these long contracts. What's the, what's the Holstrom? Is it not Holstrom? No, no. It was the Mule. Franzen. Franzen. Yeah, it was the Mule. That guy was yeah. That was a bad contract. But like you said, it goes into uh, cycles. Right now, the Maple Leafs are good. Back when the Detroit was good, the Maple Leafs were awful. Chicago was bad for a while. Now Chicago was good. Same thing with the Penguins. The Penguins were atrocious just recently, and then they got uh, Mark Henry Fleury, Avengi uh, uh, Malkin, and Crosby. And now, although they're back on the way down again, but they got good again. Well, it's all it's the whole a cycle. But Detroit fans have gotten so used to winning, and I'll I'll call them probably one of the most arrogant b- fan bases. What. Only for hockey, they think to the Montreal when they're not even close to Montreal. When they started winning those cups, they just felt entitlement that they should keep coming. It got to the point to where even in the Stanley Cup Finals, it was almost a lot guaranteed, and it was such a stunning awe when they lost. How could they even lose a game in the finals? And then the, the, it started to turn around. Then it went downhill, and that's just because of that training of the pick. The talent went down. Now they're rebuilding. I guess my question for that is: How often? How long do they give Eiserman? I think uh, if they're so fickle, when they, if they don't, he doesn't produce. Eventually, they're gonna have to say if if they're consistent, they're gonna say he's not good anymore. But I don't think they're gonna do that because he's the golden child. He'll be treated no matter how many long he is. That we'll still give him a chance. We'll still give him a chance. I still think. Well, I think. Eisenman However, is, if he goes to another team and does it, then he's in trouble. Well, according to yeah, to today when if, uh, Holland goes, but I think Eiserman. They just announced that he's got Verbeek as his assistant GM, and Verbeek was the one that brought the talent to the Lightning. He was their. Uh, player personnel scout. So Eisman brought his player, his guys with him. So I think he's going to do all right. Uh, but I would think like within five years, they're not going to give him the pressure to give him Holland because he is the golden child. He's going to, he's got a, a card blanche, card blank. He can do whatever he wants as long as he wants. Well, we got off track a little bit. Let's get back to Tyreek Hill. Should he be just suspended or should he be permanently banned? Uh, suspended, not welcome to the team uh, facilities until he goes to trial and he stands, says, you know. Well, if he's found guilty, should he be done oh, permanently banned? Now, the, the leagues then take a, yes, take a stand and say, you're done. You're on the exempt list, just like uh, Ray Rice. To this day, Ray Rice is on the exempt list. He cannot play in the NFL. So of all those you listed with the felonies, uh, or the he's crime, the only one. Uh, we only have one person listed. They're standing on principle for you. Well, hold on. But why is that? Because they they accept that that sort of behavior. The NFL screwed up, and they let the Ray Rice thing go. Like it, they kind of brushed it off. Then it came out, and they saw on tape what he actually did, and it was like in their face more than just mud. And they gave that guy the death penalty because they saw that you saw him just right hook and knock this, this this lady out and drag her out of the elevator. The NFL was in trouble because they ignored that tape. The tape was out and they ignored it. So, so they it only becomes there. bad when it's caught on tape. Exactly. If it's not caught on tape, you're okay. It's just, so go and beat your girlfriend if you want. Just don't get don't, don't have it done on tape. I was just going to say, if you're going to be bad, if you're going to beat anybody, you're going to hit them. Make sure there's cameras everywhere. Big brother, don't get caught. Make sure there's no nothing that can come back and haunt us so we would have to suspend you. Because so the, the principle is, go ahead and do it. Just don't get caught. You're, you're coming to the point, and I would even uh, that's all bad stuff. You, you never want to get caught. <laughs> the, 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 I guess the where it's going, and I would challenge Mike Valente or anyone. We all know who R. Kelly is, and how what of a bad person he is. But yet, if that guy can score a touchdown and catch a ball, bring him in. That's the state we're at right now. If R. Kelly could play football and win, 
this town would accept him with open arms. Come on in. It's all about winning now. It's not about bringing in the right people with character and doing it the right way. It's about doing it winning and really not getting caught. And I blame the Patriots because they've done so many things that that has come out with the the deflate gate, the taping of it, and they've gotten away with it. And they're still hairless champions. I think they're they're proven cheaters. And yet to this day, they're no, they're champions. Because they have the shining prize. Other teams see this. They They want that and they emulate it. And the character issue comes in too. I mean, Seattle, they wanted Frank Clark out. They wanted him gone. Kansas City, they're desperate because of their, they were so close to Super Bowl last year. Their defense was pathetic. They thought this guy would bring him over the top. And he's a good football player on the field, but he's not a nice person off the field. And that did not matter. And yes, Kansas City knew about this before they traded for him. And once they traded for him, gave him a $106 million contract. Just a loaded with him with money, knowing full well what kind of person he is. So there, I will tell you right now, does Kansas City care about character? No. Until you get caught on tape, then you got to go and you're not allowed back. So does the NFL ban him? Yes, I believe they should. If he's found guilty, he's going to play football again. Okay, Ryan, is there anyone with a despicable character in the MMA, UFC? Yeah, there's a bunch. (laughs) See, I would expect that there is more violence. But are they... Are they welcome to? Do fans love uh, them? I'd actually say they get uh, they get penalized pretty good. I mean, they had uh, God, what's his name? Uh, John Jones. He had a lot of like drug offenses and stuff like that, and he's still kind of battling with it too. And um, you know, he was suspended and all this, and he was, you know, he's he's fighting now. But um, and there was this one guy back in the day who like beat his girlfriend up, and it was all publicized, and he's gone now. Maybe but. the difference there is it's not a team sport. It's individuals yeah, you're talking about. It is a lot different than like uh, NFL and all that. Yeah, how many so, though have been like accused of domestic violence and been charged and found guilty? A lot, really, <laughs> but, really. But again, you can you can get out of that sport. You know, you'd be like a flash in the pan. You know what I mean? Because so, I haven't heard of any. It's, it's hardly yeah. ever talked about. Really, now it's just coming to the forefront. ESPN just signed the whole UFC kind of deal. Yeah. So maybe there'll be more coming out. But I haven't heard of any UFC fighter. Yeah, this is like from like a lo- lot of history and stuff too. And I don't know like every single one of their names, but I mean, all these guys more or less are pretty crazy guys. And, so. But do the fans embrace them after they've been doing these things? Because that's the point here. The fans yeah. are the problem. I mean. I, I don't think when it's like domestic stuff, they're usually against the fighter, I would say, because a lot of the times they're getting in trouble. It's for like, you know, drugs or something like that. So it's like they kind of still back him up because like, oh, he, you know, he just has this kind of problem with whatever substance that is. But anytime I've seen like an article about like him, like a person hurting, you know, their significant other or whatever it may be, they they usually – you know, lash out at that. So. Well, good. Some principle in sports yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, and you know, they're, pre- but yeah, it might be a lot different now with the ESPN thing. I don't know how that's going to work, but I think they'll have more coverage and think more articles, more headlines yeah. about when they catch a fighter that actually did it. You know, yeah. And it's on tape. Oh, that's going to be frontline news. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's all behind popularity. Once yeah. it gets so popular, which well, is like the NFL right now, it's so popular that you hear about every little thing. So once, um, MMA becomes more popular yeah. or UFC, then it, it probably will be exposed easier. Yeah. But yeah. This, and it's just sad though, too, because unless it's sometimes it makes obviously for good, you know, publicity and like makes the sport more interesting. If like two people hated each other and did something outside of the thing, I've seen that kind of push where they're like, oh, these two have like, you know, like when, um, 
Conor McGregor threw that thing at the bus and like hurt all those fighters and stuff like that. I mean, Glass was getting people's eyes and stuff, and just from some feud he was having with the other guy, he he. I, I think he paid a lot of money to like sweep it under the rug, but like that nothing. Like that was just all like it more or less helped him. I would think. So I'm glad you brought that up. I thought bad. that was a staged event. That was. It all. could be. I mean, I don't know Cause the, how the whole thing went down because yeah. you, you know, see promoting at the time it was. Yeah. Was that after the Floyd uh, Mayweather or was it just before it? Yeah, because that was the Khabib fight. And he did oh, lose that's that. right. That's yeah. right. Yes, because so, I guess he I got st- what he got coming. I still so. thought that was just some kind of media, you know, kind of. It did seem like it because that whole tour they went on was all. Yeah. But if it was staged, that means they're de- devolving into the WWE. Yeah, it's it's very it was very wrestling esque. Yeah, in that yes. sense. Okay. So. Yeah. But 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 getting back to the Kansas City Chiefs, though, uh, yes, I believe it's a pattern with them. I think. And it's going to be with some other teams, which is why I really like Quinn and Patricia because they're they're saying no character does matter here, which means they're standing on. Principle. And that also showed in the draft too, because they, I mean, look, that's another topic I want to talk about later in one of our podcasts is the NFL draft and the crap they got for drafting players of good moral character, and it just came down to it did not matter. There's one uh, Marquez Sweat. Um, you remember a Hurst from Michigan last year? Awesome lineman. Yes. Went to the NFL Combine, had a heart problem. No one drafted. Went down to like the fifth round. Raiders finally got him. He's really not doing that well. Well, Marcus uh, Sweat, same thing. Had a heart problem, and everyone passed on him but the Redskins. So because the Redskins took him, they just gave Detroit hell. And it was literally, no, this could be a medical disaster here. To where we could sign this guy, first-round pick, and then we're being told he's got to walk away. So I think the Lions are actually doing things for, for, for the first time ever the right way, and their fans are killing him. I mean, killing this regime, and it's all because they haven't won. Now, making it worse, Vegas comes out with next year's odds on wins. They project their Lions to win six and a half games. That's not going over too well with the fans. Here we go again, winning. And they've come out and said, if you would have brought that guy in, I've heard callers call in if they would have got this guy. I don't care what he did in college. He's a great defensive lineman. He's got great linebackers, a great safety. I don't want to hear the off, what we did off. He can win. That's what it's boiled down to now. So they brought that into the draft now that they didn't want to hear about the bad things these guys do. It's pure pragmatism. So I mean, we each, go back to episode one. I think teams are going to emulate or cookie cutter the Kansas City Chiefs, especially if they win. And nothing gets said, nothing done, and it looks like they're getting away with it. More teams will do it. Uh, suspension, again, yes. I'll, suspend him until you know he gets due process. That's what I was looking for. Give him his due process because he, he deserves to be going in front of a, his peers and you know, defend himself. After that, if he's guilty, he shouldn't be allowed to play it again. It's it's over. It's done. But if the NFL doesn't ban him permanently, there will be other teams that will pick him up in a heartbeat without even thinking about it, and they will then justify it. it even if he was convicted and the NFL didn't ban him, because Ray Rice would have been picked up, but the NFL banned him. I believe that it doesn't necessarily have to be based on the court because if the team – or the NFL does their due diligence, they do their proper investigation, and they come to the conclusion with evidence, not made up, that he did do this, that should be enough to say goodbye. You, you shouldn't need the court it's, to come in and say— It's sad to say this. You're 100% correct, but I think they'll wait. They'll get their investigation, their results, and it doesn't matter. If the courts find him not guilty, we're going to push these aside, and he gets to play because he's great. He's got a skill that not many people so can bring to this team. If that's the truth— then the NFL doesn't care about character. They have no principle. I don't think the teams so, care about it. I don't, the Kansas City Chiefs to be – it's a good example. I don't think they care. They want to win. 
This is what it all boils me down about to sports. This is this is why I just get so disinterested in the scores and who hit the last home run or who scored the last touchdown because of the lack of principle. It's just it makes me want to just go away and not our, do our society's coming to the point to where it's all about winning. You know, the Saints cried. Look, the NFL's doing it because the Saints cried so much about that uh, interference penalty. Wait till this year with this new stupid new rule about the pass interference and uh, they get to challenge it. That's going to bite. I, I hope it's the Saints in the ass. It's going to really come back and hit them because they're going to get a good defensive play. The other team's going to review it and it's going to be called interference. What the Saints complained about, they're going to get. It's going to come full circle. But that's the league, we've, the, the state we've come to in society. We complain, we see it, we don't like it, change it. Especially if it helps us win. That's, my, I guess, my point. As long as we win, that's all that matters. Whatever it takes, goes back to what we talked about before. It's that same philosophy of principle. It doesn't matter. If we win, it's all copacetic. You're not entitled to a victory. You're not entitled to a championship. Detroit fans would say otherwise. And there's where I disagree. Anyways, you've been listening to the Grand Designs podcast. Uh, just to let you know, once again, how to get a hold of us or a call to action, our uh, website is granddesignspodcast.com. Uh, email us at Grand Design Podcast at Yahoo. Listen to us at Stitcher, iTunes. Watch us on YouTube and on Facebook. And you can go to our website to look at the uh, transcripts, read along with the transcripts, or read the blog. We would really love to hear back from you. If you have the opposing viewpoint, if you think it doesn't matter, please let us know. Write in, uh, visit our website, email us, tell us that it doesn't matter. It's all about winning. We'd love to hear that, and we'll talk about it. This has been the Grand Designs Podcast. Who are you listening to?